0: The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. Madrasa on Air.
1: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to your show, Madrasa on Air, the Hajj edition. I'm of course your host, Yasmina Peterson, along with Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams in studio this afternoon. So now we are going to be doing a recap, inshallah, as to where we stopped. I hope that you have taken out your translation quran and you have been looking into that surahs that she has been mentioning as well as going through those verses and seeing what allah is speaking to us about within the holy quran because the holy quran is a remedy for us as well as it removes some of the rust of the heart now for you that are thinking about you know going on hajj and you know you're making your niya. Definitely this is the time for you to sit down with that Quran and then look at some of those verses which Sheik has been speaking about and also pondering about that. However, I'm not going to ramble on too much. You know the drill. Send through your SMSs as well as your WhatsApps for your questions if you want them to be answered. However, Sheikh, in studio with me, Sheikh Alaikum.
0: Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh.
1: Sheikh. Sheikh, how are you this afternoon?
0: Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. How's yourself and yourself?
1: Alhamdulillah, Sheikh, it's Wednesday the 12th of July, corresponding with the 17th of Shawwal. And also a better time for me to say that, you know, it's the, I'd say it's the middle of the week. We're heading towards the weekend. And of course, something exciting is happening the weekend. So... I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit excited. Sheikh is looking at me with eye, with frowns at uh, at me at the moment. But I'm excited. We'll share those exciting with uh, exciting moments with you at the end. However, Sheikh, I'm going to hand over to do the opening. du'a, inshallah.
0: Shukran, that Yasmina. من بسم الله الرحمن الحمد Rabbi li sadri wa yassir وحل العقدة من يفقه اللهم علمنا بما ينفعنا وَانْفَعَنَا بما علمتنا وَارْزُقْنَا علما الْجَلَالِ والإكرام السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد All thanks and praises due to Allah always and forever. We cannot thank Allah enough for this great favor. Amongst the great favors that is the greatest of all of them is the favor that you and I, Allah has granted us to be Muslim. To be of that uh, people who submit to the message of Allah or the final messenger. That is no other messenger after him. And you and I, whom Allah have taken and granted us to be of the Ummah of Islam, may Allah grant us to be worthy of that status. May Allah grant us that worth to be be successful in this world and successful in the Akhirah, by recognizing how fortunate we are having the best of Ambiya to be our Nabi, having the best of books, the Quran to be our book, having the best of religion, the religion of the Lord, the God, the only one who has created everything and has made everything to serve you and me. All we need to do, we need to serve Him. May Allah grant us to be Those people who serve him righteously, go out of a way to understand, do the echo, the extreme, how to want to love and do and realize it's not what you want, what you want and how you want it and what you think. It's what he wants, the way he has shown us via his prophet, that you and I may be able to be righteous Muslims for success of this dunya. For success in our Qabr and for success by Allah the qiyamah Ameen. 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 Ya Rabbal Amin. Alhamdulillah. Then love and salam upon him, his family, his friends, and all those who followed his path. May Allah grant you and me to be amongst them. Amin. Ya Rabbal Amin. Alhamdulillah as for the, 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 the opening to offer if you do not mind sorry A'udhu billahi minash shaitani rrajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim Alhamdulillah rabbil Alameen, wal aqibatu lil muttaqin wal jannatu lil muwahhidin wa la 'udwana illa 'alal zalimin was salatu was salam ala ashrafil anbiya wal mursalin sayyidina wa mawlana Muhammadin wa ala wa ashabi ajma'in ya rab ya rab يا رب ظلمنا انفسنا فان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اجعلنا من الذين يستمعون القول فيتبعون احسنه اللهم ارنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وارنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه ولا تجعله ملتبسا علينا فنضل يا رب العالمين اللهم احبب الانا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفجور والعيان واجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم انك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم انا نسالك لذقه jannah when we'll na'udhu bika like min sakhatika wan nar ya aziz ya ghafar ya rabb al alamin wa sallallahu ala muhammad Wada Adihi alihi wa ashabihi wa barik wa sallim subhana rabbika rabbil 'izzati 'amma yasifun wa salamun ala al mursalin wal hamdulillahi rabbil alamin ya rabb yallah let's go through this as for looking back at what we did yesterday we are busy in the section of of the hajj course or the Hajj, we were busy on uh, the Hajj in the Holy Quran as Allah mentions it As Allah mentioned, we went into certain things and for yesterday we went into three different Surah We went into Surah number three, Surah Ali Imran. We went into Surah number five um, Surah Ma'ida. We went into Surah number 22, Surah Al-Hajj. Those are the three Surah we went into. In Surah number two, three, We've been to verses number 96 and 97, where Allah Ta'ala speaks to us about the fact that Allah is the one who has created the, uh, uh, has made Makkah, a place of Barakah, the first house of Allah, for ibadah, uh, uh, as the house for you and I to be able to relate with Allah as a, a place that is full of Barakah and a place where there is guidance for mankind. And then Allah says there in that place, in verse number 97, in that place there is the great signs of Allah there. Of those great signs, Allah calls Maqam Ibrahim. And then Allah said after that, whosoever enters into this place will definitely be in safety and security. And then Allah makes the statement and says, but everybody else owes Allah the human race. We owe Allah the Hajj to the Baytullah. That is if we wish to be able to strive hard to realise how much the commitment must be to want to get there and get that commitment with Allah. And then Allah says, if any of you don't want to put it effort and you don't want to go and you think you don't need to, for in Allahani, Allah is the most the, the most wealthiest, the most richest. He needs nothing of us. He needs absolutely nothing of us. He needs he he, he the, the whole universe belongs to him he but he needs nothing from the whole universe. Allahu Akbar. Subhanaka Allahu illa That was in verse in Surah number three, Surah number five, Surah Ma'idah. We mentioned to you the words of Allah Taala. We Allah showed us the fact how Allah has brought about the establishment of um, this Deen as a final Dean for Humanity, as a Dean where you and I can get the benefits, of Allah says today have I completed for you your religion we've we've granted you all our favours and we will only be satisfied with Islam as the religion for you Allah grant us to be of those people who wants to and can work towards that then we went over from there that was surah number th- 5 we went over to surah number 22 and surah number 22 was surah number uh, surah hajj and in surah hajj we did quite a few ayat we did first number 26 27 28 29 30 up to number 37 and after 37 we went on to the last surah and to the last verse of that surah surah number 2 and and we're just going to capture to mention to you the things that there is. The emphasis of that is where Allah tells us the importance of, the the first importance that we should not in the fact of Hajj, or in the Hajj of the Hajj that we want to do, no sense of shirk must be done, no kufr, nothing that we do in worshipping any other than Allah. And then Allah speaks about the invitation that of Allah forward of Va'ya Ibrahim. And then Allah tells us that the purpose and the reason for the Hajj is so that we, you, and I may be able to understand that there is, the great favors that Allah wants, and Allah wants us to become. Allah wants the whole judge especially to become observant, to be, to become aware, cognizant of the fact that they've been fortunate, and that they've been served with greatness and glory during the Hajj, and that they may be able to keep a very strong link. An intimacy with Allah. And then Allah mentions to us further the, the reason for the fact that Allah has granted us in the next ayah the, the issues of the Hajj. Allah that they may be able, uh, uh, whosoever glorifies that which Allah glorifies, then that shows the greatness and the glory of uh of of Allahutila in them, right? And Allah says and the reason is Liyakdu tafatahum waliufu nudu rahum waliat tawafubil baitila tik. That them, that them carry out the rules and the regulations and the commission of and which Allah's command reminded them that they follow that to the best of their ability, do that to, and that they were able to keep that link with Allah and follow the tawaf around the Kaaba, when they do tawaf al Thank
1: you so much for that, Sheikh. And for today, Sheikh is going to be continuing as well as branching into other topics. Of course, knowing that this is the hajj edition and also being hajj within the Holy Quran. Sheikh Tafatul.
0: We stopped at verse number 29, in surah number 20, 20, 22. We're going to verse number 30, we mentioned Allah, Allah says, Whosoever glorifies the favours of Allah, then that, that is of the clearest great clear signs that the person has a relationship with Allah. wa khairun lahu And that is best for him. Then Allah says, Please abstain from any wrong and harm. From any sin or any negativity, or any glorification of any other than Allah, and give that glory unto Allah, and realize it belongs to Allah, uh, uh, and 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 stay away from wrongful words. You don't use the wrong terms. Think what you say and know what you say, and realize that you need to do, say and do what is righteous. May Allah grant to Allah And then allah says that we are going to be submissive to allah submissive at having to see that we carry out everything only to be able to serve allah on that hajj not careless not can you worry no precise that submission be for allah without having to make any shirk Nothing of the shirk No form of shirk And shirk is when you give glory to any other thing What belongs to Allah The hak that belongs to Allah You know what hak belongs to Allah And you don't give it to anybody To no human being To nothing in the whole universe Other than Allah You give the, the greatness that belongs to Allah And to Allah and to Allah only May Allah grant us all of that and then Allah says well, may you add them And if you can glorify those things Which Allah honor Which Allah gives glory to الكلوب, That shows that your hearts been filled with taqwa And the grant us sin. And then Allah tells us Please see you, That when you do the slaughtering That you do it at the Baytul Atiq And the Baytul Atiq We say to you Is that place where Allah has given you the understanding it is a very very old place but it's sacred, it's great, it's wonderful it's miraculous, it's full of favor and honor and dignity as long as you and I can strive to want to be able to keep to that and we give that honor that belongs to this place and then Allah says in the next verse, verse number 34 Allah says, wa ilahu kum ilahu wahid remember your Lord is one Lord Aslimu, see that you submit. That your Lord is the Lord of everybody, there is only one Lord for everybody, and you, the Muslimin, and you, the Hujaj Aslimu, see that you submit to Him in total submission. You actually do everything in His accordance, and you do not submit to any other. Wabashirun mukhbiteen, and you give glad tidings to those people as muhbit And here, the word Mukhbitin has got reference to many meanings, but it also refers to give glad tidings to the people who in actual fact have submitted to Allah. We have done this, and may Allah grant you the who judge to be the Mukhbitin. al Allah, those people where Allah says who remembers Allah, when they remember Allah, wajilat then their hearts give a shake. And they, when anything happens to them in the journey on the Hajj, they don't make an issue, they don't. They aren't petty, they don't come home and cry in yes, they don't have this and don't have that, and we did. We were in a five-star hotel yeah, and the zista but cartons, then you are petty, you're small-minded, you're on a journey which is superior, and yet you look at the five-star and the seven-star, are we that naive and backward? Nay, no, we are greater, we have greater insight. We don't look at the small things of this world. We are in a greater ibadah, that you are deep in your inside, your wisdom is wide. You're not narrow, small minded, and worry over the, the petty little things over the five stars and the seven stars. It's nothing to do with the five stars and the seven stars. That wouldn't give your hajj anything. It would add nothing to your hajj, most probably it can calm your hajj. So yes, be wise. Be these people with the insight. Be those people who wants to be on the highest level of what is good and righteous. May Allah grant that khujaj. that say this inshaAllah. Where Allah says, They persevere. They realize the challenges is going to be to the highest standard. They've never ever been to challenges this level. But they're going to be at their very best. And they know they need to be connected strongly with Allah. And there will be people who establish salah firmly, keep that intimacy, that link with Allah, and they share whatever they have, any moments that they can, with anybody that they see in need of. And Allah grant the judge that, inshallah. And then we've been to verse number 37, where Allah says, well, <podsters> allah says first in the verse number thirty six at <fif> the very end of that verse with the open tenderness and all these rules and regulations and things have been sent to you all these things that you need to do and the way you need to handle the slaughtering of the the, 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 the hady or the the dumb that you need to realize it is with an open intention you can be appreciative of the favors that was granted you. And then this is Allah Ta'ala, the slaughtering of the animal. It is not the, the, the blood that reaches Allah. Neither is it the meat that reaches Allah. But it's your taqwa that reaches Allah Ta'ala. May Allah grant and barakah. And there is Allah Ta'ala says, uh, in Surah number, uh, uh, and then this is al-Muhsinin, and give glad tidings to those people who does righteous deeds, does the way they supposed to do things, in Surah number seventy, uh, Surah number twenty-two, verse number seventy-eight, which is the last verse. Yeah, Allah Taala says to us, "Wajahidu fil fillahi hakqa Please remember, it is all about your commitment, your strife, your hard work, your dedication. Your realization who you are, your understanding your strength, realizing your weakness, admitting to it, and wanting to be the better person, realizing you want to be a righteous slave. You want to be a good Muslim slave forever, not only for the Hajj, but your whole life. You you recognize that you have done so many faults. You've lived in so much error. You've got so much weakness and shortcomings and faults that you need to work on. You realize that you are a sinner. You admit to it in totality. You blame nobody else for that. You don't have a button in the hand. You blame yourself and you realize the only way is admission of guilt so that you can become that better person and that you can work towards and you can strive towards becoming a better slave of Allah. A better Muslim. A better father. A better mother. A better partner. A better child. A better member in your own family. A better member in society. A Better member to help and to assist and to be of benefit for others you would want to be that you would want to go there you would go want to uh, recognize that you are not there yet and even if we have done whatever thus far you still need and there is so much more space for improvement it can still improve so much more and Allah will only wishes for you what is best and thus Allah put in that commitment, that strife, that hard work, continuously perpetuating until the end. And the end is not the end of Hajj. The end is not the day when you return. The end is the day when you depart from this dunya so you're put from now allah says to, put in commitment where you say the righteous form of strife is to perpetuate continuously forever and ever to carry on until the last moment until the note the note the notion is i'm going to die the next moment allah says he is the one that selected you and me He's put nothing in this deen that is uncomfortable, unbearable, it's difficult. The deen this deen is fine, very, very fine. This deen is detailed very, very detailed. But this deen is beautiful, as meaningful as successful for those who want to walk this path. May Allah grant us to be of those people. Who walks his path Allahumma Ameen.
1: Ameen. 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 But this is of course Sheikh speaking about hajj Within the Holy Quran As well as looking at the way Sheikh stopped And giving us a recap In terms of Where Sheikh stopped yesterday Sheikh Fanao Tafatul
0: Shukran for that one And Asmina, We were busy on the last verse That we dealt with yesterday and That is verse number 78 Where Allah speaks to us hes haqqa jihadi Wajtabakum He the one that selected you So you and I We are Muslim But he's selection Subhanak How fortunate are we feeling great? Doesn't make you make you feel wonderful? Allah Akbar! Allah has made us Muslim We are so fortunate, so absolutely fortunate Allah Akbar! Only reason to cry from within and to be excited and the only reason to realize how very very fortunate we are وَاجْتَبَكُمْ وَمَا fi min kharaj. He says, I have given you a religion, I have put nothing difficult I say to you, there's no haraj, no difficult, no impossible, no uncomfortable things, everything is easy The difficulties, like the five times salah a day, that's the easiest way for it to come to me The difficulty, like the difficulty of having to fast in the month of Ramadan, that is the easiest way for you and i to gain the the, barakah. the difficulty like the difficulties and the very very difficulties like hajj it's a very very difficult person is the easiest it's you cannot make it easier than those things which allah's mentioned in the quran and those things which the nabi sallallahu wa is going to show us May allah grant us insight Ease is not what you and i want is it was is what allah's made easy for us and Easy is not when you and I say Then the deen is easy Easy is the ease that Allah's put in And even if Allah mentioned to us Something that's uncomfortable and unbearable We accept that is the easiest thing We accept the ease is that ease Which comes from Allah Even if it's how uncomfortable And how unbearable That is easy, It can be worse than that It could have been worse Don't forget It definitely can be worse in the year after It could even be worse in the Qabr. May Allah protect it from all of us. And that we do not play with Allah's deen. It's not a joke. And not something that we do and we make and we manipulate and we play with it as we want to. And we actually go to the extent to say it's easy because we want to make it easy. Ease. If Allah says to you Salah five times a day, that is ease. That is absolute ease. You cannot make Salah four times a day. You cannot make it as you want to, when you want to, how you want to. Oh no! You do it exactly as expected, and all those expectations, which is precisions that you need to have in place, it's ease. It's absolute ease. That is ease. Ease is not your and my or your Sheikh or your Mufti's interpretation of ease. No! Ease is what comes from Allah and His Rasul. We see that as ease. Allah will grant ease for us in our Qabr and ease for the day when we return back to Allah Allahumma Ameen Allahumma amin. will Allah forgive us for us and then Allah says to us abikum Ibrahim. it is the method or the format done by your forefather Nabi Ibrahim الْمُسْلِمُونَ مِنْ قَبْلِ As from before, many, many years ago, he mentioned you and he called in dua, and he asked Allah to grant the Ummah to come. That's going to be Muslim. And Allah mentions it here. وَسَمَّكُمُ الْمُسْلِمُونَ مِنْ قَبْلِ وَفِي هَذَا And in this Quran, we also call you Muslim. Allahu Akbar. Then Allah says, the reason is so that you may be able to have submission to Allah to such an extent that you do everything in accordance with your Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa And he becomes the witness for you people That he becomes a witness for you And that he will witness whether you've been uh, submissive to Allah or whether you've been violating Allah's law and Allah protect all of us inshallah Niyakuna Rasulullah <laughs> shahidun alaykum وَتَكُونَ الشُّهَدَاءَ أَعْلَى النَّاسِ And so that you, when you submit yourself to Allah, you can be the witness of Allah against all the other umam, against the anbiya, against the when Allah was shown that Allah has given them the righteous guidance, you and I will be the witness of Allah against them when they, or for them when they've been obedient, against them when they've gone against, against the path of Allah. Waya الشُّهَدَاءَ عَلَى الناس nas الصَّلَاةَ Allah says, so see, see that you establish Shara And give your zakah And hold fast to the rope of Allah He is your great Lord. The one that you can rely and depend on. The one that you put your total trust into. <laughs> the best one that you can rely and depend on says Allah. <laughs> the best one that you can depend and if you fall to trust and faith in, may Allah grant us to be worthy of that. And grants us to get to the levels where Allah invites us for what Allah wants for the Hujjaj. The way they need to be able to fulfill their life and come back and live Islam. Ya Rab, may Allah <laughs> grant Khairan Balaka. And that has brought us to the end of this session of what we call Hajj in the Holy Quran. And there's many more ayat, as I've said, and yes, I'm going to share with you so much more, but that's only going to happen later on, inshaAllah. We immediately, after this, are going into what we call the section that's called um, uh, the Hajj of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, because now we've gone to look at all those other extents that we've done at the beginning until, until now. And so now we come to this section called the Hajj of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam.
1: Shukran so much for that, Sheikh. So yes, we are finally going to be moving on to the Hajj of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And yeah, I do urge you to send through questions if you are not clear about anything that Sheikh is going to be mentioning on our WhatsApp number as well as our SMS number. And I hand over to Sheikh to Continue inshallah and also start off our new topic.
0: Shukran to that one, Anti Yasmina. Hajj about Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Why this portion of the lesson? The reason is first and foremost, there is a hadith wherein the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said during his Hajj. And he repeated these words so continuously over and over and over and over and over and over, and over at every stop, at every movement, every change, every time. He repeated this so many times that they almost think there's nothing more important than this. And you know what is those words that he said on the Hajj? Listen to this. And especially the people who want to perform the Hajj. Let them listen to this because this is what the Nabisallahu Allah has repeated perpetual continuously. Almost so much that you Can't just think how many times he said these words. He said, (laughs) And he said those words over and over, verbatim, repeating it exactly the same again and again and again so can anybody say they don't know it is it possible that anybody can go for hajj and he didn't hear that can it ever be that somebody goes for hajj and he hasn't doesn't know it or doesn't realize it and doesn't see the the seriousness of it the nabi said take from me your pattern of hajj i do not know most probably i might not perform another hajj after this Subhanak. The Sahaba radiallahu anhu was astounded by those words. They took into those words. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa repeated those words from the day before he left for Hajj. Now, the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa left on a Saturday from Medina. The Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam left on a Saturday from Medina. On the Friday Jumu'ah, the khutbah was all about the Hajj that's going to be performed. The khutbah was all about the words You see that you take from me All of you in the future All of you the ummah of Islam All of you who call yourself Muslim All of you see that you know my hajj You know how I have done the hajj And you do your hajj exactly precisely to the point If you want to have a hajj makbul and hajj maburur You take your form of hajj from me (laughs) خُذُوا عَنِّي مَنَاسِكَكُمْ لَا أَدْرِي I do not know لَعَلِّي most probably لَا أَحُجُّ بَعْدَ آمِ هَذَا I might not perform another Hajj after this. Why? you need to be able to perform the Hajj once in your lifetime you need to have prepared yourself fully in total understanding what is expected you need to go and do the research you need to understand you need to recognize and you need to do it precisely like that and he says I might not perform another Hajj because remember when it comes to to fasting in the month of Ramadan the Nabi fasted many years when it comes to jihad, he made jihad many times. When it comes to his interaction with a human being and the Sahaba, he did that from various angles. When it comes to the janazas, he did that many when it comes to your names, whatever there is in life, he did that many times, but he says the Hajj, I'm going to do it once and I might not be granted another opportunity. So you cannot take from anybody other. You need to see that if you want your Hajj to be Maqbool and mabroor remember the forgiveness of sins is not you don't need to go for that you don't need to make that an issue the issue is not the forgiveness we promise you already it's been guaranteed for you already you're gonna be forgiven totally but there's no guarantee to your hajj whether your hajj will be maghbul and maburoor there's absolutely no guarantee the guarantee depends on you your understanding your realization your commitment your hard work that you're gonna put in that is hajj makbul and maburoor So Nabi says, You see that you take from me your form of hajj. I'm only going to do this hajj, one hajj. And you see that you understand the message of hajj through me. And you see that you carry it out to the best of your ability. Allahumma, ameen. To come to recognize This hadith is impertinent It's a fart It's not a maybe It's not something that you can sometimes take with you You must It's the basis of your hajj If it's not the basis of the hajj, don't go You're wasting your time You're going to make a decent mess of the whole thing Don't go, please don't go I beg you, don't go Because you're going to make a decent, decent, decent mess I beg you, don't go because you're not going to make a, a hajj you're not going to go in there for the right purpose i'm sorry but precisely this is what i mean This is what the Nabi going to be saying it is the foundation of your hajj it is the core it is the cradle of everything if you want hajj makbul and abarur. so please pay attention as the seriousness of this in the recognition of your hajj there must be a hajj and you're going to be worked on if the nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam your leader your teacher the only teacher to teach you what hajj is imam shafi cannot teach you imam abu hanifa imam ahmad hanbal bin Malik none of them can teach you anything if they didn't follow the nabi muhammad sallallahu so if it is that they follow the nabi sallallahu you can you can take from them subhanak and you can take from so many others or you can even take from me but if this is not what comes from the nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi was as hajj Magbul and as, as the hajj done by him he says take from me and from me alone from absolutely nobody else if they do not follow this so the need for us to understand this is very very important then we said continuously on the hajj it became such a matter that the nabi did this on the Khutbah on the saturday and then on the sunday the, uh, i mean the hudbah the friday on the saturday when the nabi sallallahu alaihi Wasallam left from medina he went and left and it became the almost the, the the repetition of the journey all the time as he went up to where he went to stop for, to get into ihram and again, there it was repeated so many times, until the t- t- ihram and he repeated so many times. Got onto his camel and they left from there, and so many times, and the process went on and on until the Nabí sallalláhu came in Mecca. And the repetition was continuous when every moment and every time the repetition was given, and the Nabí sallalláhu alayhi wa was given this, and the sahaba radhiyalláhu anh wa was trying the very, very best to such an extent. And after the Hajj when the Sahaba radiallahu, radiallahu, came after, and after the life of the Nabi وسلم, they then lived and had to perform the Hajj after that, they tried to be able to every time see that they had total precision. In what was done by the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam
1: Sheikh Ibrahim Abrams Speaking to us more about the hajj Of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Just a kindly reminder That the waqt of asr will be at 3.34 this afternoon inshallah. Sheikh Tufatul
0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Wahda Just before the break we were telling you As to who is this Sahabi. That actually by the oh, this this is this person that as a great-grandson of the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam That wanted to perform the Hajj of the Nabi we said to you It is the son of Sayyidina Ali and Sayyidatina Fatima radiallahu The son by the name of Hassan I mean by the name of Hussein. he had a son by the name of Ali Ali had a son by the name of Muhammad it is this Muhammad the great-grandson of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Hussein has been a grandson of the Nabi. He has a son, the, grand, the great grandson Ali, the great great grandson of the Nabi Muhammad, وسلم, Muhammad. He wants to perform the Hajj in accordance and when to seek and when to understand to get the knowledge of the Hajj of the Nabi. His son Jab, uh, Ja'far relates to us, to us in the Kitab of uh, Sahih Muslim. He says, My father told me what has actually happened. He said, I related this own information. that my father came back and told me this uh, of what has happened. And I, he said, My father said, I went into Jabir. I went to find this Sahabi Jabir. And when I went around to find where he is, I got to him. When I got to his place, I find him to be a blind Sahabi, very old, Finnish, sitting on a chair, having a, 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 a piece of uh, something over him. And he, uh, I say, He said, I began inquiring about until I I came, I went to him and and I said, I I was sitting in his presence because there was a lot of people sitting with him and everybody was going to him, asking him for whatever their needs and their concerns was until it came my turn. When it came my turn, I told him, told him who I am, I'm Muhammad, the son of Hussein, the son of Ali, the son of Hussein, the son of uh, uh, Fatima and, and Ali. Uh, And when when, when he heard who I am he got excited And then he drew drew me nearer And he placed his hand upon my head He opened my my, my clothing, the clothing that I had He opened it for my chest And he placed his hand on my chest Because he wanted to take the barakah of being of the grandchildren of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam from me Allahu Akbar, and, and 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 he placed his hand and his palm on on my chest. He, he says, um, uh, "Muhammad says those days when, when that happened, I was a young boy. I was a youngster. I wasn't gr- I wasn't developed and grown as yet. I as 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 a as an elderly as a big person. He says I was a young boy, and he said to me." This person Jabir said to me welcome my nephew and when he said those words he didn't mean that you were a real nephew of mine But you uh, uh, my cousin or my brother as as we would say Muslim brother And 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 he said nephew as one to say you are related to us because you are a family of our Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and this is what he said Um, Then he asked Whether you want to ask something and I asked him um, what I needed to ask you whilst he was a blind man, Alhamdulillah, uh, just we're we coming to the end inshallah. We'd like to take this over next uh, next week uh, tomorrow with you inshallah. um just uh, just a reminders of the fact that the excursion is taking place this weekend coming, which is on the fifteenth of the sixteenth. Uh, we sent to you that we at least today is hope to be able to pass on to you certain things. So please see that you have your monies forwarded. It's only two hundred rand for the whole weekend. And we hope to be able to remind you of what is those things, the needs that there is. Of the first things of the needs, we want to tell you to be able to have warm clothes. Remember it's weekend, but also remember it's it's cold and it's winter now. The nights can be very, very cold. So, so the clothing that you need to have on is so warm clothing. But not you can rather have clothing that's warm that you can dress yourself in and dress out of as time goes on.
1: Excellent, Sheikh. So, Sheikh is speaking about the excursion, and as she has mentioned, but Sheikh, just to clarify, what are the requirements for those that are going to be going on the excursion, inshallah?
0: It's that what I'm speaking about right now. Perfect. Uh, they're saying to the people that you need to be able to have warm clothing, but rather warm in the sense it mustn't be warm, it heats you up and you can't do what must be done. It's something that you can undress if it needs to be able to be, but You must be able to withstand the cold that we're having, right? Then secondly, we need to be able to remind you, please have a light raincoat with you. A raincoat? A light raincoat. Now, it's not a necessity that you're going to use your raincoat. It's just because if it is a need, you have it with you. But this mustn't be something very heavy, right, raincoat. It must be a light raincoat that you can dress, or when we are busy, whatever, whatever we're busy with, and yet it stops raining, and you want to relieve yourself of that, you can then take it off you. And, and, And it doesn't add load to it, right? And then thirdly, I need to say to us, and especially here I'm referring to the ladies, if you do not mind, that please have a pants on. Be dressed, you're part of your dress, have a pants on. You might put a long r- brook on it. Why? For various reasons. Sometimes when you go up the stairs or down the stairs and there's other people standing at the other side of the stairs and they might just look at up, at the side the stairs side up and here you come down and you, uh, your legs is open, it wouldn't be very, very nice. So I'm asking you, please, the reason for the the, the 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 pants is to, and or sometimes when you're gonna walk and you, there's gonna be sometimes when you need to step up or down and you just need to lift up your your, your, your clothing as you move, then you have a pants underneath and your legs is not your aura is not and then exposed. Please, if you don't mind, it is for the advantage of yourself and for us to protect us as human beings, right? And then the other thing that we need besides it is a pair of tackies you know yeah. especially i'm looking at the the things that needs to be on the feet please people no high heels you got yourself stuck and fall we don't want to take you to hospital we don't want to be able to have issues a pair of high heels is for the wedding lost time with the wedding that they high heels with you look on the fall, you up on your stairs up I mean, they say you keep it for other not at a take it's please if you don't mind a pair of tackies simple very easy tackies and a pair of slippers if you don't mind the pair of slippers is if you need to go to the toilet you need to just go around here or around there doing little things around where you need to be and move around from one side to the other in the area you're going to be at a pair of slippers slipping in and out of your feet the tackies is when we're gonna you're gonna know because we're gonna remind you anytime when your tackies needs to be on if you don't mind and then we need to also ask you to be able to have a pair of thick socks A pair of thick socks Now I just want to tell you why A pair of thick socks If you have a pair of thick socks on The Fajr morning we will want to remind you of the fact of your niyyah for, uh, for, for your That you've had for your socks Please make the niya for it to be used as hoof Inshallah thereafter we'll be. I just was indicated that we have the last few minutes left So let us just make our final dua if you don't mind Shukkan Jazakallah for everybody A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Ar-Rajim Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim We will be looking at all the other things tomorrow um, For now Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Wal Asr Innal Insana La Fih إلا الذين Amanu Ami الصالحات whatever so be happy, whatever الله be sober. Wasallahu <laughs> محمد وعلى Muhammad, Alihi and La Illa Illa Enter, Nester Firuka Wanatubu Ilik, Walhamdulillahi and that then
1: concludes our Madrasan e program. For